new movies and uh, movies out on Netflix. We also discuss movie news and trailers and just about anything else we can think of involving movies. Movie magic. Movie magic. My uh, favorite part of movies. I'm Chris Klump. With me as always is... Schaefer. This week marks our first mini episode. We're going to start doing this where we are going to start releasing episodes every week instead of bi-weekly. And on the off week, we are going to do a condensed version of the show where we're going to talk about uh, our Netflix movies and also a trailer or two. Um, so this week, we are going to be discussing End of Watch, our uh, Netflix uh, movie. Uh, and we're going to be discussing the upcoming film Europa Report. So let's just get into it. Let's dive into it here. Um, Europa Report. An international crew of astronauts undertakes a privately funded mission to search for life on Jupiter's fourth largest moon. Uh, it has a release date of June 27th, uh, 2013. Coming up. Uh, directed by Sebastian Cordell? Cord- Cordero. Cordero. Um, oh, you rolled, you rolled a different eye than me. Sorry, I'm not, okay. I'm not really good at that. It's okay, we can... Choose different R's to roll. It's fine. <laughs> this movie is an independent film, or a not well independent to U.S. It's 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 foreign film. Um, so I don't know if it's going to get major theatrical release or if it's just going to go right to uh, direct direct TV release and Netflix. It'll probably be in limited, I imagine. Um, it's uh, labeled under a sci-fi thriller, and it looks like it's one of those found footage type films. Not found footage per mm-hmm. se. But similar, style. yeah, documentary style where they took all the footage from the 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 camera, the ships, you know, log ships and logs and stuff like that, and uh, kind of pieced it together uh, in the same vein as um, District Nine, same basic idea. Of well, there was the, even the, what was the movie that came out not too long ago? There's there's a a moon exploration movie that is documentary found footage style. Is that? Moon? No, not Moon. Because okay. uh, that, again, was Moon Harlow-ish. was very similar to that. Looking it up. Uh, Apollo 18. Apollo 18, yes, yes. Apollo very 18. very much along that vein. Um, the trailer shows these astronauts going to the moon of Jupiter, called Europa, and they find, One of seemingly the find, some kind of life out there, and it doesn't seem to like us very much. Or um, it's just weird it was just really weird they don't yeah you they don't, don't show really, any they don't show it's very anything. mysterious you're All, not sure what kind of life no there's nothing i mean i don't even know if it's life technically because the woman just states that she sees something and then starts screaming and then it goes to black um the trailer looks gorgeous it looks awesome. it looks really really well done it does um it looks like a really big undertaking uh, along the same vein as, say, 2001 Space Odyssey. It looks like they 
put a lot of science, actual science into this as far as like how long the trip would take, um, how well, the ship would be designed, things yeah. like that. I mean, it's it's about time. I've always wanted a, a good, uh, somewhat realistic movie about exploring either Europa or Titan. Yes. Uh, yes. One of those two moons. Titan is a moon of Saturn. Saturn. Um, th- they are the two moons in our solar system that, you know, astronomers basically think if, if there's any place around us that we will ever get to within the next couple of lifetimes, these are the two places that would probably have life. Right. Uh, Europa now they're thinking even more so because they've sent probes to Titan and didn't see a they whole lot. They didn't see a whole lot, but uh, Europa had some interesting stuff there. And Europa has an entire, they know it has an underground ocean of what they believe is water. Mm-hmm. So that right. makes it a very interesting candidate for exploration. And I've often wanted them to be like, these are great storylines in the making. You know, yeah. here are these places within our solar system, maybe only 100 years off that we can actually get there and they could have life on them. Yeah. Why aren't we seeing crazy-ass mm-hmm. horror movies or what have you? On Just these, any movie about any movie. this. Yeah. Um, from just because uh, I am a big fan of all things sci-fi, this movie reminds me a lot of the just the look and feel of the trailer. It reminds me a lot of the writings by Arthur C. Clarke, mm-hmm. specifically two thousand one. Uh, also, Rendezvous with Rama, and uh, maybe two thousand sixty one, which is a a book in the two thousand series. Uh, where I think they're actually traveling to Europa, oddly enough, in that yeah. book. It stars... I'm trying to think who all is in this that people the, would recognize. The main actor seemed very familiar. What's oh, his name? Um, his name. I can I can never pronounce this guy's name. Charlton Copley? 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 Copley. He is from District 9. Yep. He's also in Elysium, apparently. Yeah, he must be... Coming up. Oh, and he was he played Murdoch in the A-Team. Uh, so I recognize him from District Nine and the A Team. Um, oh, I thought I thought for a second he was Danish because he's in all, all of these movies with. Uh, what's I believe face? he's British. No, he is South African. Oh, okay, all right, that makes sense. Why yep. they chose him then for District Nine because that takes place in South Africa. Yep. The one thing I do like about this trailer that it just really captures my imagination. Again, they do not show what this entity creature whatever they discover out there they don't show any of it they don't show a hint of it it's all people's reaction to what's going on right and that that excites me i just think that's really neat yeah i think um, th- i think this is a movie where even as vague as this trailer can be i don't think you're going to get a lot of answers until the very end i think it's mm-hmm. going to be pretty mysterious right. like you s- you were drawing comparisons to like a movie like 2001 I think it's going to be this force that's sh- shrouded in mystery, mm-hmm. and it's going to be more how the characters and, and the world around it is dealing right. with it. So. That's similar, again, to the uh, uh, the book Rendezvous with Rama, which if you have not read, I wholly recommend reading that book. <laughs> wholly um, recommended. I haven't that Because that, in, in that story, it's a uh, spaceship, an alien spaceship that is traveling very close to Earth, mm. and it's just people's reaction to what's going on. Gotcha. On the ship. And so this is very similar to this, where you're not really seeing the whole story. Uh, it's kind of kept out of your frame of understanding. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It looks really yeah, it good, looks and really good. I'm looking one forward odd, to it. One little criticism I have is that, that uh, anytime they showed 
the actual planet of Jupiter hovering around the moon and the spaceship. It looked oddly... Everything else looks really good, and that just looked kind of fake. Did hey, you, you know... And, and that should Foreign film with a foreign film budget. Yeah, but that shouldn't be something that's difficult to do with a decent yeah. amount of CGI. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? And maybe maybe they'll get that cleaned up. Yeah, hopefully. Who knows? It's a very small criticism for what looks to be a very good yeah. film. So. so I'm looking forward to when that comes out. Hopefully yeah. it'll get a major release. And if not, I'll be looking forward on it on uh, direct. Yeah, hopefully King of Prussia will get it at least or something. Yeah, so maybe maybe, maybe it'll, it'll come to a theater near you. I am Police Officer 2, Brian Taylor. This is my partner, Officer Zavala. I'm in my choice. I know, dude. Come on, come on. I'm in my choice. No, 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 no. Come on, man. We were basic patrol here at Newton, one of the toughest divisions in the LAPD. Take pride in what you do, you guys. Yes, sir. I got him. I got him. Try to run. Try to run. Pit him, man. Pit him. Pit him. You know, I see you guys out here being good little company, man. It's all fun and games. You get to run and jump and fight and shoot. I'm down with that. Watch six. We saw End of Watch. Uh, this movie came out in September, September 21st, 2012. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and read that off there. Matt. Sure thing. Shot documentary style, this film follows the daily grind of two young police officers in L.A. who are partners and friends, and what happens when they meet criminal forces greater than themselves. This movie is written and directed by David Ayer? Ayer? Is that how you pronounce Ayer, Ayer. 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 I think Ayer. Uh, Known for, he wrote... Um, if I'm not mistaken. Training Day. Yeah, he wrote Training Day. He might have directed Training Day, too. I think you're right. Um, no, he didn't. He also wrote he The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, interestingly enough, which yep. we talked about last episode. Yep, talked about that last episode. Which was not good. Now, what did you think of End of Watch? I thought it was really, really, really good, um, to be totally honest. And we spent... Oh, I have to correct myself. He directed the first, The Fast and the Furious, not Fast and the Furious. Yes, so. that's what I was kind of He's off the hook. Yeah. That was a good yeah. movie. He, 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 good. He, yeah, he did the um, first, The Fast, The Furious. But anyway, um, getting back to End of Watch, we talked last episode about buddy cop films. Yes. I love buddy yes. cop films. This, to me, is one of the best buddy cop films I think I've ever seen. Really? Because it takes all the tropes of a buddy cop film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. once again. But it also is done in a very realistic fashion in in the in how the characters are portrayed and their relationships to each other and, and their real life relationships. Right. And uh but it's still very entertaining. Um the only big criticism that I that I had coming out is that it's it makes very liberal use of the documentary style. You're not sure at first if it's supposed to be actual found footage taken just from Jake Gyllenhaal's camera. And now as they are want to do in these types of films, it expands into, oh, no, this is also footage from the security camera. This is footage from this uh, newscast. This is footage from this, this, this. And eventually you're just like, well... Who this, has this camera? Who has this yeah, camera? Yeah. Where, why, why is there a camera going the, the, on here? There are a couple parts where um, these these gangs are riding around in a minivan, and the guy's yelling at this kid, like, Yo, put that camera down. I'm like, why would he have a camera on? Yeah. 
uh, except specifically for this. So, yeah, it does suffer from that a bit. You, you have to ignore that, though. As now, this film style becomes more prevalent, you just have to accept that yes. they're not always going to have good explanations for why there are cameras in certain scenes. Yes. Um, this film, I read, I did a little research on it. The writer wrote this film in six days. So wow. he really he just nailed this uh, script out really fast. I wonder fast. if he had... If he was ever in, if he was ever a copper, he had someone in the. Forces. I don't. I don't believe so. Um, That's interesting. He forwarded it to Jake Gyllenhaal before anything else. Yeah, have we just, talked about the cast. Uh, no, actually, no. Let's let's, let's read that let's off. Take a quick. break. Yeah. Uh, it Get doesn't have Jake Gyllenhaal as the lead. Yes, a head shaven Jake Gyllenhaal. I might mm-hmm. add. Yep. It has uh, Michael Pena, who's been in a lot. I just. Mm-hmm. Can't think of it over the top of my head. Uh, he's been shooter, million dollar baby, Crash. Crash. Yes, yep. he was. He was one of the main characters in Crash. Uh, has Natalie Martinez as well, love interest, and who I had no idea yep. was going to be in your, this film. Your girl. And when she came on screen, I said, "Well, now I know I have to finish this." Tonight. Yep. Yep. Anna Kendrick. Yep. The second I saw her walk on screen, I thought Matt's enjoying this movie uh, quite the lovely, a bit. The the peerless Anna Kendrick. I uh, you know what? More power to you, I just don't you know, whatever. It's finally all of our personal tastes. <laughs> now this film, I remember hearing about this movie before it had come out, uh this movie kind of was a little controversial because it happened they they filmed the movie and it was Slated to come out, um, no, and then the the pushed up, right the release date was pushed up. No, oh, it was pushed. It back. was pushed back specifically because of that um, shooting that happened in Florida, where a community watch guy oh, uh, shot that. Uh, Trayvon uh, Martin. Yes, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin, Martin shot that kid. Yeah. Um, no, Trayvon Martin was the kid. The guy was yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he the, the, the I couldn't remember his George Zimmerman, I think, yeah. or something like that. Um, and so, if I remember correctly, that that occurred, and the the director and producer kind of were like, "Well, we got we got to push the movie back," and so it got pushed back because they didn't want they were afraid that people would would um, associate this film with that incident for some reason Which i don't, I don't know why no and are, so going into this film i thought cops these aren't just community organizers going around i thought it was about heads on. yeah i thought it was about community organizers yeah. going out and i i with the second he shows up with a with a police badge I'm like oh well, then why was there all this controversy yeah, and why it, were people freaking out about so this there's so much psychology that goes into movie releases and i think a lot of it's paranoid um yeah, but going into this film, I thought it was going to be terrible. I thought this movie was going to be awful. In fact, I felt bad suggesting it when we were thinking about movies. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of at the end of for my rope. Let's just I go had, with End of Watch. For some reason, I had that inclination, too, until I went to Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, oh, this is like an 87%. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the Rotten Tomatoes thing until after I got done watching it, because I felt like, man, because again, I thought this movie's going to be awful, and I'm watching it. And it has its problems. Don't get me wrong. The movie has no, it's, not its issues. It's not but it is certainly not a train wreck that I thought it was going to be. No. Um, um, there are. Yeah, I think. I think one thing that lends to both of us feeling that way is that I didn't. Rem- I remembered the movie existing, but little other than that. 
and when that's the case with a lot of films, it's usually like there's probably a reason I know it exists, but mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. about it at all. It's right, probably right, that right. it was bad. Uh, not the case here. No. Uh, in fact, quite the opposite. Um, the The main thing that I really love about the film is the two main characters, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena? Pena. 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 Their relationship in the film and their back and forth dialogue, and it, I, 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 just loved, I loved it. I thought it was yes. brilliant. Um, it you good. really, they really got across that these guys really get along. They're, they're really good friends because they're, they're busting on each other. They're going back and forth, and it feels really genuine. It doesn't feel forced right, it does at not all. Feel forced. That's why I, I almost think it's, it doesn't fall into the buddy cop thing because. They it, like right out of the gate they get along really well. That's true. They um, don't really the have movie really actually struggles. starts out with them taking down a a uh, a like drive by shooter or something where they they stop him. The guys get out shooting and they take him out. And that's how the movie starts. The movie starts with a high speed chase and it shows like these guys have been partners for a while. They really get along and I just felt that their relationship. I just I instantly bought it. And so throughout the whole film, it just felt very natural. It didn't feel forced at all. And it's also, going back to how I, I find it realistic, like, the movie actually, despite being labeled as, like, a dramatic, like, thriller, mm-hmm, has a mm-hmm. decent amount of comedy. Oh, there's quite a bit of laughs in a- this a- And that all comes from, basically, these two guys when they're just shooting the shit, yeah. spending time together, which I feel like that's real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're on your job, when you're doing whatever it is you need to do, maybe not nothing as dramatic as being a cop, you're probably not laughing and yucking it up the whole time, but when you're just chilling, that's when a lot of the funnier mm-hmm. things in life happen. Right. Or then when something ridiculous happens and you just have to laugh about it, and that's where a lot of the laughs in this movie comes. Now, all that being said, there are, there are some parts of this movie that I felt were lacking. Number one, it does take a little while to get going. They do have a lot of scenes where it shows that these guys are definitely super cops. Like they do a lot of right. really heroic stuff. And you're they don't really have a specific bad guy. There's a cartel. Cartel gang yeah, there, there's a cartel who kind of, you know, you see them doing some drive-bys and you see them doing something with with uh, uh drugs and it almost feels like a separate story doesn't really have a lot of overlap with the 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 two cops yeah, and their story. It's a story. bit fragmented, but I um, feel like that fits the style. For me it was a minor annoyance. Uh, cuz at, at at one point I'm thinking, okay, I get it. You guys are really good buddies and you're showing a lot like they're showing your lives together and that that's great. When are we going to get to some some more Big plot threat that yeah, we have to characterization. I also kind of thought that Anna Kendrick was a little bit of a throwaway character like her her Sir, portrayal of you mean to duel no i'm just i'm just saying must I'm like, we like, duel? Like, listen listen i'm not saying she's not an attractive talented young lady i'm just saying i thought that her character could have been better written maybe a little better flushed out no no you she don't think is- so I mean, she's it's not Jake like she's all squeeze. What else do you need? Well, yeah, I mean, you need that relationship because it's the idea of. Oh no, I'm I'm not denying that the relate her character isn't important. I'm saying that she could have been better written. Is what I'm saying. No, I thought she was good. I thought she was. She's a pretty, you know, a, a girl that dates a cop isn't gonna be like super. She's meant to be pretty creative and smart, just like Jake. She's meant to be a the 
love interest of Jake Gyllenhaal, whose character, he's clearly smart. He's ex-military. It's not like he's the zaniest, crazy, you know, guy ever, the most unique human being in the history yeah, of the universe. And his love interest isn't going to be the same. I, I, I would feel weird if she was some kind of, like, you know, Zoe Deschanel-esque, like, okay, star right, child, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever, well, no, that, seeking, that seeking the beauty in life, whatever. No, she's a, she's a smart, normal girl. Who okay. fell for a cop? All right. Like I think her character makes Whatever. a lot of sense. Like, Whatever. She does a good job with it, mm-hmm. and I I will always you're, appreciate you're every role. <laughs> <that she> does. <laughs> okay. I mean that's that's whatever. No, honestly, like I I could see where you would where you would think that, but I I didn't really agree. Even taking off my Anna Kendrick glasses, I thought her character was fine. Okay. I thought both the female leads were really good. Actually, I thought they had good yeah. interactions okay. with their counterparts. So. Okay. I mean, a big part of the movie is, is is expressing how being a cop, especially L.A. cops in a not nice district, mm-hmm. how how does that affect the family system? How does right. that affect the relationships that you have in your life off when you're off duty? Um, right. Okay. That's a big part of the movie, and I, I you know, I, I will say one these, of the things I appreciated with the writing is that. I was worried that they was going to go the trope of, okay, these guys are obviously super cops. They're, they do a lot of heroic things. Now that they're heroes, because at one point in the movie they do a very heroic act that they right. weren't required to do, and they save a lot of lives. And then I was afraid it was going to go, okay, well, now they're going to get too big for their role. They're going to start doing some questionable stuff. They're going to start they're thinking. they're going to get set up yeah, for something and, much worse some, than what they do. Um, or, or, or they're going to, like, really start doing so, like they're going to turn into the bad guys and like like uh for an example a film that we didn't really cover in an episode but um at um the place beyond the pines yeah where the, the cops in that role were obviously corrupt right. and crooked and they were just uh, you just you, you didn't like them you didn't want anything to do with them and i was i found it refreshing that here's a role uh of two officers that aren't going to turn into jackass cops. Right, and it's because they make it very clear in the movie that they don't do this for glory. Right. They do it because it's, cause it's their job. They're, and they're they, regular beat cops. Yeah. You know. it, he even they, makes this, he even says it like, hey, we're not detectives. Why why, why would we do that? And, yeah. and, and, and unlike in some movies, when they get the attention from doing something, you know, the one character says it just kind of expresses that it feels weird. And the other says, like, hey, I'm never fucking doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I do I, like that. After and, their big and thing, there's they're no like, irony in what he's saying. Yeah, he's he's pretty like, much that's saying, never happening that was really again. stupid I'm what we did. I'm never doing like, that I, again. I don't even care that we got these accolades. I don't want to do something like that again. Yeah, it was really yeah. dumb. I thought that was very interesting where they just flat out say, like, we're never doing anything yeah. like this again. <laughs> even blames the other one, like, I only did it because you did it. Right, I only <laughs> did it because I needed to save your ass. Yeah. So let's not do that again. Yeah. Don't, don't do that again. Now, for more squeamish uh, audience members, there are some parts of this movie that are a little, little rough. Oh yeah, that's true. There are some. There are some scenes. Mostly, not, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly not, drug gang yeah. related. Well, not even just that. Stuff. Just stuff that I feel because it's not over the top. That's no. what's really disturbing about it. Is you could see. It's very um, realistic. There's one scene where they break in, or not break in, they, they respond to a call, and the people there are obviously drug users, and there's a scene where it invo- involves children where you're like, 
Oh God, yeah, that's probably that's probably in, in based ways, off something very very the most real. Disturbing mm-hmm. thing of the yeah. whole movie. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a scene where it's like that's probably happened before. Yep. Um, and I know the the scenes with the drug cartels. I know that's happened before because oh, I watched shit, the news. That shit happens every day in Mexico. Yeah, that that stuff that's, that's like, pretty that's standard like you, for the for you the just cartels. To stumble into someone's house to grab a drink of water and you find that. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's a regular occurrence. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what's more disturbing about it compared to some of the more over the top uh, violence in other films. Right, because it's not going for that at all. Yeah, it's, it's just, very it's showing, realistic. It's showing the worst of what these cops would see. Yeah, and, and it's not pulling any punches but it's no. also not showing you anything that's probably real for many right. police officers and in very bad districts so all right well let's uh let's put a rating to this bad boy here well i will give it uh one out of 1.3 ak-47s that Michael Pena never actually brandishes like he's doing in the poster. I was going to say, <laughs> I love that he's brandishing there, the AK that is obviously just taken for evidence that he right, finds in the right. guy's there's, truck. There's one time when he's holding an AK-47 in the movie, and he's not holding it up like he's ready to bust some heads. Yeah. He's like holding it to look at it because he finds yep. it. Uh, I love when movie posters do that, though. Yeah, it's just like, like oh, shit. He's gonna. He's got an he's AK. Gonna roll around with an AK. And and I, I think that AK up. has no, a, never happens. No, that AK shows up like twice. Yep, it, like twice. I love it. Um, I'm gonna go with two out of three and a half times that Jake Gyllenhaal's character is told that if he keeps bringing that camera out, he's like gonna get in trouble, <laughs> and then he never gets Which, in like, trouble. That's that's the other thing. It's like at this point in these style of films. Don't even bother with the whole he has a camera and he's filming stuff. Yeah, there was a, too many times where they tried it. to explain why there's a camera. Don't. Just do it in the beginning. He doesn't find he explains why he has a camera in the beginning, barely explains, but he does explain. And then they should have left it at that, but they keep going back to it like, "Hey, why you got a camera on?" "Oh, it's for this class I'm doing." Really had to mention it again? Yeah, it's just like they mentioned it a lot. <laughs> there's one there's one the first scene that I remember really being like how the hell is why is anyone filming this now and how is anyone filming this now and who is filming this now is uh the the first uh night that he and Anna Kendrick spend together it's yeah. like somebody's filming it. It's not like they even set up a camera yeah, they did, they on the off chance that they're being really freaky and on their first, like, whatever, first, like, serious date, they want to film themselves. It's moving around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not that it's, like, a, you know, heavy-handed sex scene, like, HBO level or anything like that, but just the fact that there's... Multiple we, angles. There's multiple and angles, and you're just cuts like, and stuff like that. Who's doing this? But then the Why next scene. But then this? the next scene, she gets the camera. She starts talking to the camera, like he's still asleep, and she's going through his stuff, like being all silly. And I'm like, you could have just abandoned the whole camera <laughs> just thing. Don't, just been don't worry fine about with it. it I understand it, but it's also like it's getting to the point where you're just like, you know what? It's fine. Just just do the style of mm-hmm. film like this. Mm-hmm. It's we don't care that there's no explanation for yep. why it's like this, this handy cam. Yep. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us here on Enter the Critic. Uh, as always, I want to thank Eric Tribio for hosting this on the Eric Tribio Podcast Network. Chica-chica.
listen to all the great podcasts that are on this network, which is Such us as and Ninjas vs. Podcast. <laughs> Ninjas vs. Podcast. And that's, right. that's that's it for now. Yeah, maybe, maybe someone will start a third one and then Eric will start charging us to do this. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, he, uh, he has way too much incentive to start charging us something. I know, something. it's getting bad. Uh, and, of course, I'd like to thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme songs off the Geek Remix albums. You can check them out on geekremix.com. You can get them for free. For free? For free. For all, real? All three albums and a couple of uh, one-offs. Again, he, he mixes stuff you would never think possible. If you didn't think that they could do a funky remix of the Wheel of Crom theme from Conan the Barbarian. Did not see that coming. You'd be wrong because there is a totally, totally funky remix. Dude, that's gr- I'm going to download that and listen to that when I'm going to the gym and, and turning the mm-hmm. giant wheel that they have there around and around for centuries to get. That's up. right. That's right. He, well, he's got the soundtrack for it. So Awesome. All right. Until next time, I'm Chris Klump. Um, Mickey, Mickey, Merle, Matt Schaefer, and Parker Lindstrom with a record zero minutes in zero this minutes podcast. on this podcast. He turned Good on the job, recording buddy. and then went to deal with the flooding in his basement while we're recording this. <laughs> you know, I'd like I to thank Parker. It, it rained a lot today, and Parker tending to his flooded basement just made me realize I haven't gone into my basement today. <laughs> I just I just realized that while while we're recording this dumb podcast, Parker's trying to salvage what's left of his material goods like, in his basement. He's putting his hand over a, a slowly growing like geyser coming out of the side of his wall. Keep going, guys. Just keep going. It'll be fine. No, we gotta we gotta record this tonight. So keep going. If, if you start feeling a puddle around your feet, just lift them up. Don't worry, we got this. So all right, we'll see you next week.